Hi everyone, this is Jenna from Non-Toxic Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast. I'm so happy you're here. If you are listening to this podcast, that means you cannot wait to dive down your next rabbit hole. <laughs> you are truly a rabbit hole junkie like me. And I'm so happy to be able to chat with someone like you because once you go down that road, it's hard to come back and you just can't thirst for enough knowledge. And so here we are. I'm going to provide you with your very next rabbit hole to dive down how to detox from harmful pesticides. Now, just like me, I'm sure you are aware that pesticides are everywhere in our world. You can't walk outside your front door without being exposed to them in your neighbor's yard, at parks, at golf courses, even pumpkin patches, which is one of my favorite places to go during the fall. Unfortunately, it's just impossible to avoid them. And when you go shopping at the store, even USDA organic produce allows the usage of certain approved herbicides. That's right, it's impossible to completely get away from. Let's talk today about how we can decrease our exposure and tips and tricks in order to detox your body from pesticides. Yes, you can detox your body and accumulation is what turns into disease later on. So we want to try to limit the amount of accumulation that is happening in our body from a very young age as we get older. The USDA simply states that produce can be called organic if it's certified to have been grown on soil where no substances have been applied for three years prior to harvest. So that means that if any prohibited substances are applied within three years, which includes most synthetic fertilizers and pesticides, it cannot be called organic. Now, if you visit the USDA website and you dive into what's called the national list, the national list allows certain processing aids such as like baking soda to be used, but the national list is basically a way to see what is considered a toxic substance and what is considered a natural substance. Okay, so for example, in organic crop production, um, natural substances are allowed unless specifically prohibited and synthetic substances are prohibited unless allowed. Now there's different things when it comes to livestock and um, food handling and production, things like that. Um, but ultimately when you are picking up something that's organic from a grocery store, whether it's meat or it's produce, it has had some exposure to herbicides or pesticides, whether they're approved or not approved, because oftentimes even with organic farming, there can be runoff from other areas which can have forever chemicals and pesticides that wash into the crops that we eat. So there's a lot of things that are kind of outside of our control, unfortunately. So we just do the best that we can in order to minimize our exposure. Now, what are pesticides, right? We hear all about pesticides on a daily basis. What are they? Well, pesticides are a class of chemicals that are used to control pests, insects, right? But they can also have harmful effects on crops and other plants. They're very commonly used in agriculture, landscaping, public spaces, right? Like golf courses, pumpkin patches, all of those areas. And while pesticides are effective in controlling pests, they definitely can pose serious health risks to us, particularly children. 
And if you are a parent like me, or if you are hoping to have children in the future, this is definitely something that you need to keep your eye on. Something that you definitely need to dive into because it's very important. Pesticides can negatively affect your health. So although the EPA regulates the use of pesticides on food crops to ensure they are safe for human consumption, research has actually shown that long-term exposure to pesticides can have serious effects. Where can you find pesticides? How do people ingest pesticides? Well, it happens because there's a residue on the produce that you're eating. Pesticide residues can remain on the surface of fruits and vegetables even after you've gotten them from the store, even after you've soaked them, even after you've washed them. So this means that people who eat non-organic produce are ingesting small amounts of pesticides every day. Now, if you are ingesting organic produce, mostly that will help decrease your exposure. But unfortunately, when the produce is growing, it can't actually absorb pesticides or chemicals from the soil or from the plant itself. This is specifically true for produce with thin or porous skins, right? So strawberries, spinach, and lettuce often come to mind or things that grow in the ground like potatoes. Um, now we don't have to dive into meat and dairy products today, but livestock is also something to think about, right? Where are you getting your meat from? Livestock can be fed with grains and feed that have been treated with pesticides. And unfortunately, this part really shocked me because this is what sent me down that rabbit hole. Pesticides can also be found in animal products such as milk and eggs. How crazy is that? And it can accumulate in the fatty tissues of animals. Wow, this is mind boggling. So if you wanna do more research into your food, this is the gateway to get you there. Now let's talk about how we can have harmful effects from pesticides. Like how does this happen? Okay, so we know that children are more susceptible to chemicals. They're more susceptible to the harmful effects of things, including pesticides, because their organs are still developing, their immune systems are still developing. It makes them more vulnerable to toxic chemicals. Pesticides can cause neurological effects. They can, um, pesticides can interfere with the normal functioning of the nervous system. It can also uh, lead to an increased rate of learning disabilities or behavioral problems. They can cause respiratory effects such as asthma, chronic bronchitis. Of course, it can irritate the skin. It is also linked to cancer. And there have been studies that have linked pesticide exposure to reproductive effects which include reproductive problems like infertility, miscarriage, birth defects. Now, what's interesting about pesticides is that, yes, pesticides affect people, but many times the world does not consider the chemicals that they're using can affect the surrounding area, right? How does it affect the environment? Well, pesticide usage has a significant impact on animals and their ecosystems. Pesticides are designed to target pests and weeds, but they can also harm non-target organisms like wildlife, insects, and even those beneficial organisms. Let's talk about some ways in which pesticide usage affects animals and the surrounding environment. Well, pesticides can contaminate food and water sources of wildlife, which can lead to harmful effects on their health. They may be exposed to these pesticides through inhalation, direct, con direct contact, which can lead to a variety of health problems. 
including reproductive issues and developmental abnormalities. Now, there's also an impact on beneficial insects because there are a lot of insects such as bees and butterflies that play a really critical role in our environment, such as in pollination or maintaining healthy ecosystems. Pesticide usage and spraying can disrupt the natural balance of these insect populations and can contribute to the decline of pollinators. Now, unfortunately, it's not just direct immediate contact. Pesticide residues can persist in the environment long after they are applied. These residues can accumulate in the tissues of animals and biomagnify up the food chain, which can lead to a greater exposure of higher level predators. So when you're thinking pesticides, it's not just a small scale, it's a very large scale. It can also affect their habitat. Pesticides can contribute to habitat loss, fragmentation. Um, this can have a negative effect on animal populations. And ultimately, it can reduce their food and shelter sources. Now, if this is not all mind-boggling enough, right? Let's dive in to how to avoid pesticides, how to detox your body, okay? It seems almost impossible at this point to avoid pesticides, but... Let's talk about five steps that you can take to avoid exposure to pesticides and how to detox your body. You can buy organic as much as possible. You gotta choose organic fruits, you gotta choose organic vegetables whenever possible. Organic produce is grown without the use of synthetic pesticides. Yes, you will be exposed to herbicides with questionable ingredients, but if you can at least shop off the dirty dozen list, which you will find from the environmental working group. This is going to be very beneficial for you if you cannot afford or do not have access to all organic produce. Now, once you get that produce, the second thing you're going to do is wash your fruits and vegetables thoroughly before eating them. There's many different methods for soaking, apple cider vinegar, baking soda, castile soap. There's so many different ways that you can soak and scrub your produce. All of these natural methods have been shown to thoroughly clean produce and get rid of various viruses and even pests. When you can peel your produce, that would be best. So peeling any fruits or vegetables can definitely decrease the amount of pesticides you are ingesting, okay? Using natural pest control methods in and around your home this is kind of a no-brainer, but if you do have pest control, make sure that you are using more eco-friendly, environmentally friendly things. So avoid using synthetic pesticides in your home and in your garden. Instead, use natural pest control. Look into like an insecticidal soap, possibly neem oil, and even diatomaceous earth. So not sure if you've heard of these, but these are fantastic great options when you're trying to avoid synthetic fertilizers, synthetic pesticides. You want to go as natural as possible. Now, when you are out and about and you're running through parks or you're walking through golf courses, the best thing you can do is wear shoes to create a barrier between your body and the ground. Grounding and bare feet should only be allowed in your backyard where there is no usage of harmful chemicals. Wearing shoes outside at parks, golf courses, all of those things is very important. Now, when you come back to your home, make sure you are removing your shoes. If you, my friends, do not have 
a shoes off rule, you need one. Think about all the things that your shoes come in contact with when you're walking down the street or when you're at those parks or when you're in a public bathroom, all of these things get stuck to your shoes and they get tracked into your home. So it's very important to remove your shoes before entering your home. Don't forget to remind your guests, your friends, your family. It's very important. How else can you detox your body? Well, there's several ways to detox your body from pesticides, including some of the the things that I just mentioned, but eating a healthy diet is very key. The more antioxidants you have, the more water you drink, the more times you sweat, all of these ways detox. You can also try natural detoxifiers such as milk thistle, dandelion root, and even turmeric. Always muscle test yourself for supplements and make sure that you consult a naturopathic doctor or your regular chiropractor, whoever sees you on a daily basis to make sure that you are doing the right thing for your body before taking anything, especially if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. But detoxing with supplements and foods is very beneficial. Blueberries are a fantastic way to detox your body. They have wonderful properties when it comes to releasing heavy metals as well. One of the things that I'm a huge fan of, especially for children, is taking regular detox baths. You can DIY your own recipe for a detox bath, and you can also purchase bath soaks from trusted brands like my favorite is Rocasa Organics and also Earthly. Don't forget to check my promo codes tab so you can make sure that you can get promo codes on anything that you purchase. But if you are a DIY gal like me, there's a detox bath recipe that will have you <laughs> wanting to make huge batches of this. So here goes. For your DIY detox bath recipe to help rid pesticides from your body and also decrease the amount of toxins in your body, you're going to use one cup of baking soda, one half cup of diatomaceous earth, one fourth cup bentonite clay, one half cup apple cider vinegar, and one half cup Epsom salt. And that is for someone who is 60 pounds or less. So if you have someone who's over 60 pounds and you are doing this for yourself or another adult, you can add more Epsom salt, but we want to be careful with the amount of Epsom salt that we're adding in. Um, it definitely depends on the brand that you're using, but again, you always want to do your research before introducing anything new into your life. Or if your, your children have any types of sensitivities or allergies, you want to consider all of these things first. So these are all the ways that you can detox your body from pesticides because we know that pesticides can have serious health effects, particularly on children with developing immune systems. We wanna avoid these toxins as much as possible. So it's important to choose organic produce whenever possible, wash your produce, use those natural pest control methods and avoid using pesticides at home. Try to detox your body regularly and make sure you keep those shoes on when you are out at public places. By taking these steps, you can significantly reduce your exposure to pesticides and you can feel empowered to protect your own health as well as the health of your family. I would love to know what steps you take to eliminate or decrease your exposure to pesticides. Feel free to write me an email anytime, comment, send me a DM on my social media channels. I love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that these ideas were helpful. 
I hope that you enjoyed non-toxic talk and I cannot wait to get together with you again. Until next time, keep in touch with me on social. This is Jenna. Bye-bye.